Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. Yo, you're listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. And during today's show, we gave out hourly winning words for our 10K a day giveaway. Hopefully you heard them and you entered. Remember to keep listening every day, every hour for your chance to hear the hours winning word. Just remember, you have to enter before 1 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening. Good luck. And you get that cash. You get those bands. You get that Skrilla. You get that. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio, and we are portable. Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Any quarterback have more pressure than Dak Prescott to to win the Super Bowl? 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. I suggest the answer is Josh Allen, but Key and Jay don't agree. Guys, uh, Jimmy Johnson, Pro Football Hall of Fame head coach, and the curse of the Dallas Cowboys because since he was let go and Barry Switzer won that Super Bowl with Jimmy Johnson's team, really, I credit Jimmy Johnson for three Super Bowls, and, he, and Jerry Jones has refused to put him in the Cowboys ring of honor. The Cowboys haven't sniffed the Super Bowl since then. That's what's so crazy because... The pattern is different. It's backwards. You usually go in the ring of honor, then the Hall of Fame. You don't go yeah, the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame is ahead of the ring of honor. And sit around and wait for 25 years to, to get in. Je- Jerry Jones towards Jimmy Johnson, why, why, he's an ingrate. He's an ingrate. He's not grateful. Jerry Jones has three Super Bowls as owner of the Cowboys. Every single one of them he owes to Jimmy Johnson. And he not only let him go... And brought in Barry Switzer, who won a Super Bowl with Jimmy Johnson's players, and then never again. But doesn't put him in the ring of honor? Barry Switzer walked in. You talk about walking into a ready-made situation. Nothing against Barry Switzer. I'm just saying that's Jimmy Johnson's team. They ran. They did. The veteran players ran the team themselves. Yeah, yeah. But nothing against Barry. So I'm just like you know. But come on, man. Anyway, here's Jimmy Johnson on the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. It may be the best Cowboy team I've seen in a long time. But, you know, they've got to take care of some little things. They've got to get fewer penalties, uh, and they got to protect the ball. And uh, maybe when Zeke, you know, gets back in the lineup, when they got the combination of Pollard and, and Ezekiel in there running the football, that'll take a little bit of pressure off of Dak because Dak can't carry the football team. He's got to have a good supporting cast. That was on a terrific show on ESPN Radio called Keyshawn J. Will and Max Tell Your Friends. Um could the Cowboys, listen, this is what I'm saying. I said it yesterday, by the way. Then I saw they were talking about it on first take, and I talked about it again on this just then. I, when you look at the Packers, it's not going to be the Packers, it doesn't look like, right? But when you look at who's going to be the odd man out, odd team out in the playoffs, in the NFC key, Jay, I was always thinking, well, either the Giants or the Seahawks going to fall off because the Niners, I think, will be in. I thought the Packers would be in. The more I look at it, six and three, third place in the division, could the Cowboys possibly be the odd men out of the playoff picture, Key? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I've, I've gone back and forth about it, but I don't think so. I think the fact that they got six wins in their hip pocket, 
you know, they got a couple dogs coming down the stretch here, and they got a couple good teams. So, you know, I think when you look at it, they can win. They can win enough games to get into the playoffs. I'm not. I'm not worried about whether or not they're going to get in. I'm worried about what are they going to do when they get in. It does look now that the Packers have lost, Jay. Like when you look at it, Bucks will be in. No one else from the South, right? Um, Vikings will be in. Looks like no one else from the North. So the Cowboys kind of get in just because the only wild card, you know, the three wild cards, Cowboys, Giants, Seahawks, or Niners. Something happened the other day, and it was a, a rally cry, but it was something I really haven't seen. I mean, I've heard people speak up before, but not this way. Like, when you, Who is the leader of the Dallas Cowboys? Like, it's easy to naturally say that's Dak Prescott because he's a quarterback. It's not. It's Michael Parsons. And I don't know if you guys heard what he said the other day, but after their loss, and he's been saying this nonstop, he said, until we put out this fire, we're going to keep seeing it. If people want to keep doing their own thing, we're going to deal with this all year. We have to be accountable. We have to stay in our gaps, and we got to stop the run. Until we do that, it's going to be a long year. I like him calling his teammates out. I like this. There's a level of accountability from your best player on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you have to put people on their place to a degree. If you don't want to be a part of what we're building here, don't be here. That's why I think like the Cowboys are at a really like, – it's a huge turning point. It's an inflection point here because now, like, if you're Minnesota, aren't you going to try to run the ball down, down their throat? Yeah, you could try all day long, run away from Parsons, uh, you know, do those sort of things. They've been struggling the, the, the run defense and the run fits and the integrity lanes and things like that. The Cowboys have not been good at. They've struggled on their run defense. Now, you can certainly do that, or you could do some other things from an offensive standpoint if you're Minnesota to try to get an edge on the Cowboys. The Cowboys beat them with Cooper Rush last year, so the Cowboys are going into this game, I'm sure, with all the confidence in the world and understand, okay, we just beat them last year, even though this is a different year. If they get Zeke back, they now have a two-headed monster in Pollard and Zeke. But that's not how they're going to win the game. They're going to win the football game because they're disciplined and they're doing everything right and they're cutting down on their mistakes and their penalties. If they can do that, they can get out of Minnesota with a W. And if not, we'll be having another conversation about it. When players start talking about, oh, my teammates, or we need to do this way, or else it's going to be a long season, panic is starting to set in in the building. I just looked, People start panicking. I, don't I just looked it panic. up, Jay. It's just a sense of urgency. That's I, panic. I just looked no, it up I for the Vikings. panic and sense of urgency are two different things. I have a, I have a feeling that... that the Cowboys will pop the Vikings because they're going to drop drop Kirk Cousins back a lot, and once they drop him, why do you think they would do that? Because just first of all, that splash play by Justin Jefferson, I yeah. think, has them feeling themselves a little but bit. But I just looked it up. Game. I just looked it up, Jay. I looked up pass percentage for teams' offenses. The Vikings rank fifth in the league. They pass it the fifth most in the league, and and so when you have a team like that. And you have a play like that that Justin Jefferson just made. And Kirk Cousins starting to feel himself, even though, as Key pointed out, he could have thrown a gang of interceptions in that game. Something just tells me they are going to be throwing the ball against the Cowboys. And well, if they do, they lose that game. If, 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 if they try to not stay balanced, they're going to lose. You can't have Kirk Cousins dropping back and, and just throwing the ball. But play-action pass game and pre-snap motions are key for – the um, Minnesota Vikings, if you can get pre-snap motion 
and give the identity and the information to Kirk Cousins and the offensive side of the ball, which means that if, if you're in pre-snap motioning across and all of a sudden that defensive player is going with that individual, it will tell them exactly what's going on on the other side of the ball. They are successful in pre-snap motion. Kirk Cousins struggles when there is no motion attached to the offensive play call. And so that part I'll be interesting to find out and see if – um, Minnesota makes the decision to go ahead and do that. Some of the same things that they were doing against the Buffalo Bills. You like about a what ratio of pass to run? I mean, if you can get as balanced as possible, 50-50, obviously. But, you know, you could take 40-60. Vikings throw it. And, by the way, these are just generalized statistics. I know it doesn't tell the whole story, but just a snapshot. They throw it almost 64% of the time. Now, at home, that drops down, but it's still high. It's It's still... Over 58%. Now, now, but it drops down. Mind you, they've had to come from behind a lot. Mm-hmm. So they're probably putting the ball in the air late in games when they had to come from behind. Right. So those numbers and are. And maybe probably, not as much at home, and so they can run the ball yeah, a little bit they, more. It's probably not. Those numbers are probably a little high, higher than most. What's going to happen if Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys, where now that the Packers look like they've fallen out, Don't make looks like Cowboys are going to the playoffs. It, if Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys make the playoffs, but don't win a playoff game. I say Mike McCarthy is fired. He has to win. And now if he wins one game in a weird way, because it feels like the Cowboys have certain momentum in terms of the young defense, Parsons, maybe it's easier for him to keep his job because I thought he needs at least two playoff wins to keep the job. But if he, get, if he gets none, I think he's fired. Do you guys agree with that or would they keep him? I would I would say if he if he wins none he's probably gonna get fired. What about you, Jay? One thousand percent gone. What yes. if he wins two? A uh, one. Sorry. What if he wins a playoff game but loses a tough playoff? Loses a second one tough. Probably think, gonna get fired. Yes. I think a lot of it also depends <clears throat> upon the way it looks. Mm-hmm. The way it looks. Whew. But essentially, it just I, 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 I keep going know. back to this though, Max. If he wins, so one, this he might past keep off it. season, yeah. Dan Quinn had a lot of opportunities to be a head coach at different places now. That's why he got the $7 million, right? That's why, that's why he's still there. So, like, let's not overlook that and think that a, a head coach on your sideline as your D.C. isn't something that's looming over Mike McCarthy's head. Especially. Now, what do defensive coaches usually do? They coach as a head coach is in the style that he likes, right? More balanced, more run, because that's complementary football. When you run the ball, your defense is fresher. They like the defense... Think about doesn't doesn't this, if they don't win a playoff game and Dak doesn't do it, Jay, the perception's going to be, hey, that Dak needs that style anyway. Key, okay, let me ask you this: Doesn't it feel like the style now, knowing who this team is, who Dak is to a degree, doesn't it feel like that personnel matches Dan Quinn's style more so than the history we've seen from Mike McCarthy? Well, if you take a look around the NFL in general, and we did this little bit of exercise, but if you look around the NFL in general. That's what teams are doing. Defenses are not allowing them to throw the football all over the lot, if you take a look. The winning word, guys, that's what we're up to. The KJM 10K a day giveaway, in case people haven't heard yet. We're giving away $10,000 a day on this show on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Every single day through the end of the show, December 7th, here on ESPN Radio. $10,000 a day, but we don't do it all just to one person. Every hour, we're on four hours a day. Someone's winning $2,500 every hour. 
So the way it works is there's a winning word at 10 minutes past the hour or thereabouts. You text that winning word to 777-000 and you're entered for your chance to win 2500 So far, we've given away $67,500. And it's that time, Jay and Key. Winning word of the hour is... What if the Cowboys need another coach? Coach! The winning word is coach! That's my word, C-O-A-C-H, coach! Text it to 777 Text coach to 777 and you're entered for your chance to win $2,500. Someone's going to win it. Why not, why not you, right? No purchase necessary. Ends December 7th, 2022. 2022. See complete official rules at ESPNRadio.com slash contest. Max, that's the word you use, right? So you don't, you don't know somebody's name. Oh, what's up, coach? What's up, coach? What's good, coach? Yeah, that's a big one hey, for coach, key. coach, yay. That's a huge one. Yeah, yeah, you call everyone coach. Coach, oh, boss, man. coach, yeah. When I was a ticket scalper, that was the one. Hey, how you doing there, coach? You got hey, any coach? extras? Yeah, it's like buddy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah. Coach is the hey, new coach. buddy. Yeah. Hey, coach. coach. Hey, how you doing there, coach? Oh, God, Jay. So when good. I was a kid, I was a ticket it's scalper. A hustle work. Coach. Yeah, what's up, hey, coach? Hey, you, you got some seats, coach? You want to sell them? Makes people feel good, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in control. I'm the guy buddy, call me coach. Buddy, buddy is not. Li- yeah, yeah that could be a little off putting. Hey, yeah. But coach, coach is. Oh, they have respect. Yeah, yeah, this. Coach. Hey, coach. I'm one of the guys. I'm, I'm, I got like, no, a position of guy, power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a position. Yeah, that's right. Tune in for college football action tomorrow night as Oregon hosts Utah. Presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins at 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. That's so true, though. What's hey, up, coach? coach? What's up, Coach? <laughs> Wait a minute. Who's real? Who's not? By the way, I said I said that you should tune in to college football action tomorrow night as Oregon hosts Utah. I said it was presented by Dr. Pepper. And then coverage begins 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. I was told I said 10 a.m. So it's really 10 p.m. But if you want to tune in at 10 a.m. and just watch right up until game time, that's a great idea. Yeah. That, that Keep it on be, all day. That would be good. Joe Fortenbaugh, ESPN betting analyst with us now. And Joe was highly offended when Pat Costello did not even know. He was still with the network. That's right. Who he was, oh, what he what did, ridiculous. why he was on the radio. You want to tell him, Joe? No, I don't. I, 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 that, it's already enough dealing with Costello before I come on with you guys, having what? to listen to his fake platitudes. How you right. doing? Great to have you on. I don't even know on. what that means. We, we all know it's not great to have me on, Pat. You don't even think I, I, I exist with the network anymore. What? But thank you so much, gentlemen. Keyshawn, J. Will, Max. Always a yeah. pleasure to speak with you, fine gentlemen. Uh, I agree with Coach. The one I always liked, uh, Son. Son, how, what's up, son? How you doing, son? Oh, well, that's, that's a very that's New York thing. That's a very thing. New York thing, yeah. yeah well, up, son? Are, are, son. You, are, are you not and in you're New not York saying, right now? No, and, no but true. you don't say, like, son. It's not. It's an S-H. Yeah, son. It's son. What's, what's up, son? What's up, son? Yeah, yeah but, that, that, that's but, why but coach, coach is good. Coach doesn't have to be go, head coach. You yeah, can just be coach. It could be a position coach, but the point is, you know something. I respect you. You know something. But I'm not even talking to coach. I see Joe out in Vegas. What's up, coach? I can't remember his name. I know the hair, the suits, but I don't know... Hey, Coach, how you doing? Hey, hey Joe, yeah. what's up, Coach? You hey, know that. hey, Coach, I'm trying to hustle. Hey, him. Coach, I'm talking to Pat Costello. Hey, Coach, why don't you come in and, uh, and do this uh, segment? It immediately disarms the person from yeah. thinking that you forgot their name. That's a right. great point. 
That's right. All right. We're playing real or not real, guys. Underdogs, who will win this week with Joe Fortenball? Great show he does, uh, uh, Daily Wager. You guys should tune in. Uh, Chicago, plus three at Atlanta Key. Real or not real, Chicago wins this week. I think it's real. I, I honestly do. I think Mar- Marcus Mariota lost me a couple weeks ago with the knee on the ground and just throwing the football in the air and not paying attention. He lost me. And then Kyle Pitts, on the other hand, where is he at these days? As well as Drake London, where is he at these days? I'm taking Chicago plus three. Yeah, I'm, Chicago's plus three? Yeah, they're getting oh, the man. points. I'm, I'm going to take Chicago. I'm going to take the points. Yeah. I, All I, day. I like Chicago in this All day. game. I, Justin Fields playing out of his mind. Uh, even though I don't know, man, Atlanta finds ways to win at home. I, uh, Joe, you're going to talk me into this one. Yeah, well, Fields win, Fields loses a lot of close games. I think he's due to win a close game. I, I like I Fields. No, man, I don't know. Okay, Joe. Jay, well, you are just all tripped up on this game. I am. I mean, you are all over it. I'll tell you what. For the sake of the segment, I would say real. I think the best bet in this game is to play Chicago's team total, which is how many points will the Bears score? Forget about the Falcons. It's 23 and a half. I would bet over that. They've eclipsed this mark in four straight games, during which time they're averaging 31 points per game. This offense has come to life. They put up big numbers. They're going to Atlanta. It's in the dome. You don't have to worry about the weather. The Atlanta defense ranks 27th in scoring, 31st in opponent yards per play. Ride Fields in the Bears offense to have another big scoring output over 23 and a half points. Okay. All right. Cleveland is plus eight at Buffalo, technically, even though they're playing in Detroit. Uh, really not real, Key. Cleveland wins this week. Not real. Not real at all, and here's why. They move that game to Detroit indoors. They don't have to worry about the snow. You don't have to worry about Josh Allen having to pierce the ball through wind. The, 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 the climbing indoors, and if you've ever caught a football indoors, it sticks to the receivers because of the humidity and things of that nature. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I'll take the Bills in this one, too. Um, minus eight, eight's a lot of points, but I do feel like them coming off a loss – the way they lost, I feel like they'll kind of play with the venom. Eight is a lot of points, though. It's a lot of points. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Jay's reasoning. Yeah, I think it's real or not That's real. Bad. What am I saying? Not real. What do you say, Jay? <laughs> Whatever Jay said is what I say. Not real. Not real. Not real. Best bet here would be the over, in my opinion. And I agree with Keyshawn. I think it's a tough beat for Cleveland that this game's going to go from the weather to indoors because they were hoping for that low-scoring game, run the football, keep Josh Allen off the off the field for a little bit. That gave them a chance. At eight, though, I think it's a big number. You're laying a big price with a team that has not looked very good the last few weeks. Allen leads the NFL in interceptions. Like, we're talking about him as an MVP candidate. When was the last time the guy who led the NFL in interceptions won an MVP award? So right now, I, I'd lean the Cleveland plus the points if I was making a bet on the side. Hey, you know, Joe, he led the like I say, though, have you seen Cleveland lately? Especially uh, yeah. that secondary. Defense stinks. 31st oh. in scoring D. The offense, though, I can't believe it's a top 10 scoring offense with Jacoby Brissett. I just noticed that this week. That shocked me. Defense is horrible. All right, we're playing real or not real. Underdogs who will win this week. Just a reminder, we're not picking with or without the spread. We're just picking straight up here, fellas. So uh, I'm not following your rules, Pat. Well, I just Joe, want you, you can, to be aware of that. You with can the, do whatever you the want, The way Joe. you've addressed me. Yeah, Joe, that's Joe Fordenball from the Daily Wager. Great guy. Great Come on, show. Coach. Let's go. Indianapolis plus seven at home versus Philadelphia. Key, real or not real, Indianapolis can win this week. Will they win. can will, will they win can week. will but they win will but it's not real it's not real at all what? philadelphia is handling business they lost to washington washington caught them sleepwalking they played sloppy 
they will not repeat the same mistakes that they did against Washington against a Jeff Saturday-led Indianapolis Colts team. And by the way, Jay's family's from there. (laughs) Yeah, I would say not real. And I like Jonathan Taylor coming back. I get the move that Jeff Saturday made uh, back with Matt Ryan at the quarterback position. But I I do believe that the Eagles are a championship team. And the biggest games that you see championship teams excel at are games after they lost, especially games that they feel like they should have won. And I feel like that's why the Eagles are going to put a whooping on the Colts. I'm taking Jeff Saturday again. I think that the run game keeps the score lower than people would imagine. I think that in lower score games with fewer kind of back and forth, one play, one call has a bit outsized impact. I think Matt Ryan's starting to look better. You mentioned you get your running back back. I shouldn't say it, but I feel like Jeff Saturday's going 2-0 and and the Giants will be tied at the top of the division after this game. Go, go ahead, Joe. So I can see the reason for that because the key to beating Philadelphia is the ability to run the ball. That's their Achilles heel, the run defense. They signed Adama Kung Su and Linval Joseph this past week in the hopes of replacing the loss of Jordan Davis. Maybe they improve it a little bit. They are on the short week coming off the Monday night game. The reason I can't fully get behind Indy is because Matt Ryan just played the game of his of his season last week. 75% completion rate, best on the season. Didn't turn the ball over for just the second time in eight starts. Okay, was only sacked one time in a season where he's averaging three and a half sacks per game. It's not going to surprise me in the least to watch Ryan go out there and have an awful game like we've seen all season long. And then we're all wondering Monday, why did we think the Colts were going to compete in this game? They beat up on the Raiders. Nobody loses football games better than the Raiders. All right, two more quick ones here, fellas. L.A., Justin Herbert's team, is plus six versus Kansas City. Key, real or not real, the Chargers win this week. I think it's not real. I think getting Keenan Allen back and getting Mike Williams back is cute and all, but these guys have been on the shelf for several weeks. So I just don't see it. I know Kansas City, when they get rolling, they don't slow down. It's not real. Yeah, I would say it's not real. I agree with Key. I think Kansas City is going to win this one. I think it's going to take a while for Keenan Allen, Mike Williams to get back and get comfortable in that offense. And I just think Kansas City is playing at a really high level right now. I think it's real. I think the Chargers not only cover, I think the Chargers win this game outright. Kansas City, to me, looks like a 13-4 and type team. They're due to lose another game or two. Here's one. They played very close the first time. Casey got a little lucky against them. Herbert's ribs getting better and better. has been quiet as kept. They got five wins. The receivers come back. I just feel like it's Kansas City's due for a loss, and here's the week. Agreed. I'll side with you on that one. Uh, Chiefs banged up at a wide receiver. No Nicole Hardman. Juju Smith-Schuster's hurt. Uh, Kansas City's solid. They're solid, but they're on the road taking on a team. They're laying a huge number here. Five and a half. It was bet down from seven. The Chargers are getting a little bit healthier, and they always play these guys tough. I think Austin Eckler has a big game in the passing game this matchup on Sunday. Mm. All right, very quickly, bonus one. UCLA versus USC. Everybody but key. Real or not real, UCLA wins. <laughs> real! <laughs> no, UCLA, USC wins. That's all I got in that game. Joe, yeah, okay, take Joe. it away. Keno's the problem here is his defense. It's yeah, not his offense. That's I the problem. That. UCLA coming off that horrible loss to Arizona last week. There's a reason this spread moved from USC minus four to two and a half. Sharper guys are playing the Bruins. I lean to the Bruins here. Love what? that USC offense. Oof. Do not trust that USC hey! defense. Oh, wow. yeah, Joe. Joe. I'm listening. What do you work at? 
<laughs> well, I work here at ESPN. You still, you still work? Yet. Are you still part of ESPN? <laughs> I'm not going to be. Based this on segment. what you just said, you're done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com morning, code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. It's time to play Take the Fields. Which quarterback would you rather have right now, Justin Fields or Pat Costello? Take it away. Which would you rather have right now, Justin Fields or Tua Tungavailoa? Jay, let's start with you. I'm going Tua. I, 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 I like the accuracy. I, I, I like how he plays. I like his poise in the pocket. I know he's not as dynamic as Justin Fields. Uh, but I, I like the IQ, the football IQ overall of where Tua is now and where Tua's going. Yeah, it, it works for Tua right now where they're at. I'm taking Tua over Justin Fields because he works perfect for what <sighs> they want to do in Miami. If Justin Fields was in the same position, maybe I'd take Justin Fields. I wouldn't. I would take Tua right now. I think Justin Fields ultimately may have a higher ceiling. But Tua, this took a couple of years, not just, oh, they got the pieces and bang, he's that way. He's been in a league a couple of years. He's seen a lot. To get to where Tua is right now is work. not easy. So, like, I'll take Tua. I don't have yeah, to think about take, that. Yeah, yeah, you take Tua in this situation. There's yeah. no question about it. Yeah. That's an easy, that's a layup. Can yeah. someone clip that and send it to Tyreek Hill so he likes us? Yeah, but whatever you do, don't <laughs> well, clip it with me just like, saying I'll take two. It. Make like, sure that you do everything I said. Well, Why? Tyreek Hill likes Max and I. Well, just, that's true. Just, well, you guys DMing me. I know what you guys are doing. I, don't know, I never heard Tyreek Hill say anything about that. You said DMing me? Ain't that what y'all do? You get and slide in their DMs and, hey, man. This is Max and Jay. Max and Jay. We're a group text. Two-way DM. Key communicates via carrier pigeon and smoke signals, apparently. <laughs> now we're playing take the fields, QBs, 
or QB you would rather have right now, Justin Fields or Russell Wilson? Justin Let's Fields. start with you. Justin Fields. Russell Wilson is, uh, as of right now, he's cooked to me. He's done. Uh, he's a shell of himself. There's a lot going on in Denver. Maybe he'll bounce back next year and it'll look different. But right now, Justin Fields is a more dynamic playmaker than Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, I'll agree with Key. I mean, for every exact reason that Key just said. Me too, and I'll say this. Russell Wilson could scoot in his prime, right? Justin Fields right now is a better runner than Russell Wilson ever was. True. Justin Fields is bigger, stronger. And I got to tell you, Russell Wilson had a pretty deep ball. Justin Fields got an arm, man. He's got an arm. I'll take Justin Fields. I'm surprised nobody called an audible on that one. Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence? Max, who would you rather have right now? Justin Fields. I thought Trevor Lawrence, like, I understood why he went one. I figured Fields should be the second guy to take him, right? You know, Um, but, and Trevor, I really, I like height on a quarterback to 6'6", the whole thing. But Justin Fields right now is clearly the class of that of that quarterback crop. Trevor Lawrence making bad decisions and also he's not throwing the ball with touch. He's zipping it in and everything and yeah, the receiver should catch it but damn, man, you got to throw a ball, a catchable ball. Yeah, I'm going to take Justin Fields in this situation. Trevor Lawrence gave you a game or two here this season and made you go, oh, okay, I, I like it but nothing seems to go right for him and, you know, I just, I don't know. It, it at uh, Clemson, he was anointed the guy for, as his freshman year. And then thereafter, he was still a guy. He never left the number one board to be selected as the number one overall pick since his freshman year. Won the national title. Won the and that national was it, title. Yeah. And I think everybody just basically rolled off his freshman year. It didn't really put in any real full evaluation. I think, I think he's going to be good, Trevor and, Yeah, he might, he, might, he might turn out to be good. But he, you know who he reminds me of to a degree? Joey Harrington. Huh. I would have said a poor man's Justin Herbert. Now he reminds me of Joey Harrington. You, you, you know where it is a little bit? Like, I'll give you a basketball analogy. I remember watching him in college and thinking, damn, this dude is not receiving the accolades that's deserving of him, but I knew it was going to translate to the pros. Gilbert Arenas in college at Arizona was like the truth. It just didn't get national exposure. And then when he got to the NBA, he turned into Agent Zero, and I was like, oh, this guy came out of nowhere. I was like, he's been there the whole Same time. Guy. Yeah. It's the same dude. It just depends upon the way you get wrapped and framed. All right, Justin Fields was 1A to, to, to Trevor Lawrence's 1 coming out of high school and so, and didn't really lose that distinction until somehow the draft. He fell down the draft board. Yeah, one, Trey, Trey Lance shot up. He fell down, and so did Zach Wilson. He, he shot transferred from Georgia, this, that, you know, all that package. I always up. thought Fields was good. It had greatness in him. All right, we're playing Take the Fields. QB, you would rather have right now. Max, you just mentioned big quarterback, so Justin Fields or Kyler Justin Murray. Fields. Jay, Kyle- Jay, let's start with you for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. No, no, uh, no, no reason. Look, I, I, I'm a fan of Kyler Murray, but it, it's Justin Fields all day. Wait, you don't want Kyler Murray? Nope. You, you mean you don't want Kyler Murray? All the time you get Kyler Murray, he's small for you now, huh, Jay? He's a Jay. That's what you did no, to me for three years. No, no, no. I did that to you last year. No, you did it for three. Ever I since did, day one. This is our third year. Three together. years. Yeah, I did it I'm last year. Complete, was the yeah. first year I did it last year. No, you didn't. Yeah, yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, but I anyway, did. Anyway, let's go now back and girls, forth. Girls, you're both pretty. I'm Look, trying. I like Justin Fields. Just uh, the way he plays. I still like Kyler Murray. I just like the upside of Justin Fields more. <sighs> I, I I'm going to take Kyler Murray in this. Situation. I think Kyler Murray has shown me he could do 
All the same things Justin Fields can do, except he is accurate when he's healthy with the football in the air. It's like handoffs. There are dimes. And Justin Fields has yet to get there. He's still a little, you know, loose with the football when he throws it. He'll eventually get there, but Kyler Murray just got to stay healthy, man, and get away from Cliff Kingsbury. If he get away from Cliff Kingsbury and get into a Shanahan situation or a Pete Carroll situation, we're going to see a different Kyler Murray. But that air raid junk? Justin mm. Fields, Justin Fields, Justin Fields. I loved Kyler Murray, but the more I, but I always worried about his size. Yeah. But still, he's such so a great athlete. But when I start hearing his teammates talk about his maturity, when I see what's going on there, give me the leader. Justin Fields is a leader. People, his teammates like him. The organization, the fans. He keeps his team in games. And I know why you went to Jay on this one first. Jay, it's because you were drafted ahead of Kyler Murray. You had a higher draft position That's than Kyler what it Murray. That's was. Oh. You went, yeah, because Kyler Murray was drafted sixth overall in baseball. And ba- he, you were drafted higher in basketball than he was in baseball. In football, he was drafted higher than you. But, in, but in, you were drafted higher than Kyler Murray. What the Murray. hell are you talking about? Drafted higher than yeah, a lot of people we talk about on this show. No other, no other reason at all. Yeah, all right, last one real quick. Um, Justin Fields or you, Aaron Rodgers? I'm going Aaron Rodgers right now, man. I'm not getting ready to get fooled by last night. And I'm not getting ready to... Get fooled by last three, four games of Justin Fields, and I'm taking Justin Fields over Aaron Rodgers. Ain't nobody doing that right now. No. I got it. I don't know what the question was, Pat, but Max, yeah. Max just put it. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Well, Ironically, you first, that, and then, you know. No, everyone, I got it, too, but I, I didn't want to go there. He didn't want to. That joke went over Jay's head, ironically. No. Jeez. Yao Ming. Hey, yo. Yao Ming. I got three kids. That's my go-to. You know. I got three kids under four. Leave me alone. What was the question again, Pat? Justin Fields or Aaron Rodgers? Who would your other Aaron Rodgers, man? Aaron Rodgers. I know he's having a down gear. I'm still going with the back-to-back MVP. I'm still, I'm still betting on Aaron Rodgers to figure it out. I'm not thinking Aaron Rodgers is cooked. Has it been a huge drop off from where it was last year? Yes, for a multitude of reasons. He's having a bad year, but he's still not this bad in reality. Can I tell you why it's Justin Fields for me, guys? Because neither one of these two is going to the playoffs this year. So why would I even think about them this year? So now I'm thinking about next year already. I don't even know what the Do I want in a who would you rather have, right? Fields or so so I know it's not I know we're saying right now, but right now if Rogers is a little bit who cares? And neither team's doing anything. But so now I'm already looking at like how about next year? Do I want the young ascending guy who the franchise is juiced about, who could do all this, who's doing all this without even a receiver yet? Or do I want the old guy, the, you know, who's giving the press, who's on McAfee all the time, giving quotes, and the team's not going anywhere? I, I think I'd rather have Fields. Mm. I, I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth, but it's true. Yes, it's true. The ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge is next. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Sergeant and Mr. Smith, you're going to love this house. Bunk beds in a closet? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. When Sweet Tarts dared to combine sweet and tart, they thought, why stop there? Why not create other exciting and unexpected combinations, like rainbows and ropes, or fruity and gummy, or chewy and more chewy? That's why they created fun treats like Sweet Tarts Twisted Rainbow Ropes, Gummies Fruity Splits, and Chewy Fusions. When you dare to combine, it's sure to blow your mind. Sweet Tarts. Dare to combine. Visit SweetTartsCandy.com to shop now. All right, guys. ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. We uh, pick games. We vote on it. Even if Key thinks one thing but Jay and I disagree, then we go with the majority. Yeah, y'all wouldn't listen to me last week. Well, what happened to us last week? We doesn't matter what whole... happened last Wait, week. Wait, no, no, time out. What happened last week? Because every pick was keys last week. Oh. You we, always got a key say on so. every. Remember I said it? Keep typing on your phone. Because I remember. Man. No, no, no. I told you. I got... <laughs> Brain remembers everything, Max. I remember we all followed suit because. Your arm doesn't remember everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But we're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna listen to Keo on every pick. So yep. how did we do last week? Yeah, how did three. we do? That's a good question. Let's we were reveal. Oh, and three. Oh, and three. Okay. Oh, and what? three. All right, now. And three. Meantime, <laughs> even after that zero oh, and three debacle from last week, See, that doesn't feel good. What being zero oh, and three and you're supposed to know sports? <laughs> that doesn't feel good. Listen, sometimes you can't even pick your own nose, man. That's the way sports oh, goes. Man. ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge, guys. Standing after week 10. I want to get right to that because we're 0-3. That's true. However, we're 13-5-2 on the season, which puts us in second place in a a three-way tie for second place. Three games behind, though, man. That's garbage. Yeah, behind Greeny and uh, Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Ties? Where did that come from, the ties? Well, we were closer before we... Yeah, wait a minute. The ties are a push. I see. We just don't want to be... I want to be in first place. Yeah. All right, man. So here I go. Like I'm taking the place. Pats. Y'all figure out what y'all want to do. Uh, the, so wait, the Pats are favored by three points. I'm taking the Pats at home. At home. It's Jay? the Jets. I'm taking the Jets, man. Oh. I think this is the oppor- I think this is the time for the Jets to cover. I'm taking the one. Pats at home because I don't see the Jets separating themselves from the Pats like that, Jay. It's nothing. Uh, it's not about you key. You listen about- to me on two of these last week. It's and you go with key. I'm and not, you I'm always, not, last it's week you, I, it's you. Jay, last it's week I, I did it because I was going with Key last week. This week, I believe what I said. Last week is not this week's price. Please, yeah. jump on yes. board. Well, I'll go with you another week on all your picks, but we'll, we'll do an experiment. Or right, you want me to go with you on no, all no, the picks? No, 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 right, no. I want you to stay fine. with yours so we can be in fifth place next week. I believe that the, that the Jets will not separate themselves and the, Pat, and the Pats will be 500 and the Jets will be way over. I think it's going to be tighter than that. So I, I, I like the Pats here at home. Yeah, I'm going to... So next up? Cowboys minus one and a half at Vikes. I'm going to take the Vikings in this situation. I I just think Minnesota, for whatever it's worth, you are what your records say you are. And I know Kirk Cousins is not a top-tier quarterback and all this other stuff, but they keep winning. Now they're at home, so... See, I'm I'm going to take the boys on this one. Because I think that the Vikings coming off that another spectacular win. I think the boys coming off a loss. I think they're going to try to really patch up what they're doing with stopping the run. 
And I think Dak's going to play well. I'm going to take the boys to cover. I'm going to take him, and I think Micah Parsons, who hasn't had a sack in a minute, this is his two-and-a-half sack game. The Vikings drop back a little bit too much, and that helps the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys here. All right. So the Chiefs minus six at the Chargers. Chiefs are banged up a little bit at the receiver position. Chargers are banged up even though they're getting two guys back. But I can't go against Eric Bieniemy calling plays with Andy Reid telling him which play to call, according to people. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this situation. <laughs> minus six. What you laughing at? I thought it was minus five. Did that line go up? Well, if the minus. Chiefs lose, we could say, what did Bieniemy do? Yeah. Wait, Pat, I thought, I thought that line, Gates, was minus five earlier. It, it is, but we go by these lines because they were the lines that they sent out yesterday. I don't know. Okay, so I, I'm going with the Chiefs. Okay. What are you doing? I'm going with the Chargers. I feel like, as I said, Chiefs to me look like a 13-4 and type team. They've got to lose a couple games before the end of the season. Here's a rivalry game. It was very close the first time. Herbert Lowkey has been good. He has five wins, and now he's getting both his receivers back. You're wrong. The Chiefs look like a 14-win team to Uh me. So just one more loss? A 14-win team. I don't know why or how you can even debate that or argue that. Right, but they because it's like it gives you that the the record just tells you your sense of how good they are. Are they practically unbeatable? No, they're a little, but they're very good. But they could get popped. Yeah, of course they can get popped. Mm-hmm. But I, I like Pop the Chiefs. I'm with Key on this. I like the Chiefs. I think they have too many weapons. Okay. Uh, yeah. Have you guys? If if we go zero and three again, you guys are banned from picking next week. No, the no, production no, 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 staff no. is picking. All right, good. Let the production ridiculous. staff pick. Go ahead, fine. Uh, we're getting destroyed. Max is like anything to Great. take work off. How many? Play, how please. many things? You have no idea how many segments we have. Who do you want on the plus <laughs> side? Where are you going to pick for the other uh, a million yeah, different yeah, segments? Yeah, on top on of that, we got shows. this just in, and we got all we got a lot. This of This just in. I do Max on box. We got Max on box. Hey, can you guys talk to the winners of the contest? Not only that, but yeah, there's Twitter stuff you have to post on Instagram. You got to. You know, someone DM. Not, not yeah. to, someone tagged you on something. Yes. You got to post and amplify. And on top of that, having kids, Jay just had another baby. Had another you have one. to go shopping for it. You started your Christmas shopping? Please take la- it started, off my plate wait, production wait, wait, staff. Can, you do it. Christmas lights. We put our Christmas lights up two days ago. Yeah, mine. Oh my God. Up. It's not even it's Thanksgiving. Been my, mine's been up since Halloween, man. Halloween? So like, as soon fall. as Halloween, stay up. Yeah, so I'm before Thanksgiving. We, do you didn't put them up. Yeah, we did. No, you didn't. No, yes, I did. You got up there with the nail and the hammer and the whole deal. Well, I did the nail and the hammer a year ago. And then, yeah, we put up the decorations. You? Some friends, yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yes. See, Hanukkah, I believe, falls on Christmas. There's like Christmas is on a Hanukkah day this year. So, so I can, act, I, but I like being a Jew on Christmas sometimes when Hanukkah already happened. And now I just get the whole day for myself. But no one problem, bothers me. Problem, Order some though, Chinese food. I'm, it's so good. Problem is when you yeah. have kids, little kids, like little girls like Jay and myself yeah. or whatnot. And me. And you, I got little girls. Yeah, when you had little girls, but your girls are a little bigger now. Yeah, yeah, seven year olds. When you think about, two-year-olds and three-year-olds and you got a garage mm-hmm. and every single Christmas wow. and birthday somebody's got to get them a car a little plastic car it went from the Cadillac truck <laughs> first sounds, it started off oh yeah, personal I had first it started like yeah. the VW bug plastic the then, pink Cadillac the pink truck, Cadillac truck. Yeah, yeah. then they done moved into the Bentleys and they plug in but the but the uh, battery the only lasts now, yeah. the battery only lasts to go up the block and back but you got like 10 of them in your garage Sitting there collecting cobwebs. buying the same damn thing? Too much material stuff, man. Then you know what happens? Each thing is not as important to them. And then the kid always sees another kid. And want that one. want that one. I want the one Isla has. No, well, no you'd be appreciative Isla, of the one that you have. Where, why are you in Isla's truck? Because I want one like Isla. But you got a truck the other day. Same thing. They same got radios thing. that work. 
They got oh, working like radios. radios. Oh, yeah. My dining room. They probably listen to KJM. Put, you put yours together? No. They come. I you you realize you, you, your kid could be in there. I can't even. Your kid. light bulb in. Jay, what's wrong with you? Your you kid. don't know me by now? Jet Key, your kid. I call my handyman to do all the Christmas toys. I can't put in the light bulb. Your kid could be in their plastic car listening to KJM on a radio. Hearing the winning uh, word, I call, grabbing your phone, calling in. I might win twenty five hundred dollars. Soon as soon as Christmas comes, Fred, Fred. call Fred. Fred, come over, brr, put everything together. Call Fred, Fred, handyman. Yeah, you need a Fred. I got Fred. You got to have a Fred. Anything that needs to be assembled and put together, Fred Johnson ain't doing it. Johnson. I got a Fred. I got a Fred. Yeah. We're back next Monday, six a.m. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from six to ten Eastern on ESPN Radio. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.